It's Divas That Care Radio, stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello. Hello. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the day that you've all been waiting for. <laughs> it is my birthday. Now, if you've been paying any attention, you'll know that I mentioned I would be doing a podcast marathon. I wanted to capture as many amazing women as I possibly could. And one day, um, because my schedule is so busy, so I was like, listen, let's just, let's just do spend the day talking and you know sharing um, with such amazing women, impactful women, um, excellent women, great women. And I have the honor, the privilege of having one sitting across from me. You don't see her, but she is the sunshine of the sunshines. <laughs> this is something that we share together. Um, I'm like, wait, people call me sunshine too. She's like, wait, people call me sunshine too. So um, it's been a privilege. It's been an honor just to connect with her. Um, even on some projects that I'm sure she'll probably mention in the future. Um, so again, welcome to another episode of Sheba Shares. Thank you so much for celebrating my birthday with me. And let's just jump in. So Miss Linda Sunshine West, the infamous, the amazing, the humble, the beautiful, the grace. I mean, I could just keep going on and on and on. You are so special to me. Um, and I want you to always know that all the time that you matter so much to me. So share with us who you are, where you where you from? What do you call home? Talk to us a few minutes about about that. Okay, first of all, I want to start off with hap hap happy birthday, hap hap happy birthday, hap hap happy birthday, hap happy happy birthday, hap 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 happy happy. <laughs> I gotta go on. Okay, so first, like, gonna start with that. Now, I know that of all the interviews you're doing today, that nobody else is gonna be doing that, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's for darn sure. Well, my name is Linda Sunshine West, but Sunshine's not my given name. That name was given to me, you know, about probably uh, 2017 after I started my personal development journey. And it's been an incredible journey for sure, because I was not sunshine before, you know, and I turned into sunshine. So it's kind of cool because that name was given to me because of something people were seeing in me. And this was after I started that journey. So it kind of like solidified that, you know what, I'm, I am doing well. I'm, I'm shifting, I'm changing, I'm morphing into a new person and someone that I actually, for the first time in my life, I actually love, I love myself for the first time. So, you know, I, I grew up in San Diego, California and um, I know, yep, yep. <laughs> And I've only lived one other place than San Diego, and that was Boise, Idaho. And I was only there for five months because I couldn't stand the cold. Oh, my gosh. It was so freaking cold there that I had to come back home to San Diego. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's so cool. I remember, I don't know, this a memory is just coming to me in the moment when I um, was in high school. I took a program called Travel and Tourism. 
Um, and we, you know, we explored different parts of the world, you know, different aspects of travel and tourism. And if I remembered nothing else about Idaho, I remember Boise. If I, <laughs> I didn't know nothing else about it, I'm like, Boise, you know. So when you mentioned, I'm like, really? Who? You know, that's so amazing that you had that experience. I love it. I love it. I love it. I mean, I know that you are the book publisher guru. I mean, I love how you just embrace it. You know, you, it's, it's hard, especially for women to just um, praise or magnify the things that they do good um, because they may come across if they're, if they're boasting or, you know, they think they're better and they're, but you, I mean, I, let me tell you, I study your, your social media. I do. I'm like a creep, but I look and I'm, I pay attention to the quotes. I, I feel the tone. I feel the, and, and I'm like, she is okay with who she is. She's okay. And that is just so wonderful to be in that space and i know that you mentioned that you haven't always been sunshine and you know so share with i mean how did you come to that place how did you come to that just confidence surety you know i'm okay with being good at this and it doesn't mean that i'm diminishing anything that anybody else is doing but i'm, I'm good at this you know so how did you talk to us about your journey you know um share with us share with the listeners yeah first first i want to touch on that because that is such a huge thing is, um, you know, I, I grew up in those kinds of environments that you don't talk about yourself. That's bragging, braggadocious, you yeah. know, who do you think you are, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and so I never did share who I was. And I actually really didn't even know who I was. I was a people pleaser, you know, I, so I've lived my life for other people, but I, I grew up in a very volatile, abusive, alcoholic household. When I was five years old, I ran away and I was gone an entire week. Now, I just went to the neighbor's house, so I was safe, but, what? <laughs> what but what happened in that week was really instrumental for like several decades to come is wow. nobody came to get me. Since nobody came to get me, my five-year-old little brain said they didn't come to get me because they don't want me around and they don't love me. Mm -hmm. So this was my belief that was locked in tight at age five. My mom knew where I was, but I didn't know she knew where I was. So when she brought me home after a week, she called the neighbor and she's like, Linda's been gone long enough. You can send her home now. And when I came home, I became riddled with fears and I became a people pleaser. Now to run away at five years old and be gone a week, that's a brave girl, right? That's a brave, strong little girl. Like I knew what I wanted and I knew what I didn't want and I didn't want to live there. And, and so to, to switch, shift that into this extremely fearful person is, you know, was uh, really what what uh, controlled my life and kind of the directions that I took. So I share that because I you know, grew up in this very judgmental environment, very abusive environment, and to share my own thoughts and my own feelings and all that stuff, people, I felt like they didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to hear what I had to say. And so I shrunk inside and I felt I had no value, no purpose. Wow. And I just lived my life that way, you know, for 51 years until um, at age 51, when I met a life coach who really opened my eyes to who I am. And here's one of the things I discovered, because I love how you said that, Sheba, about, you know, you show up as who you are, you know who you are, that confidence. I wasn't confident before. It was through the work that I've done, you know, after like working with the life coach and then afterwards. In 2015, January 1st, I woke up that morning and I said, I have so many fears I'm going to break through a fear every day this year. So 365 days in a row, I broke through fears. And that's where a lot of that confidence came from. 
But here's one thing I discovered during that year. First of all, my greatest fear kind of like lumped all into one big fear. And that's the fear of judgment. What are they going to think about me? What are they going to say about me? Are they going to talk about me? Are they all these different judgments that we have about ourselves that I just always felt that everybody having those judgments back at me. So because I realized that that was one of my greatest fears, that was the fear that I was able to work on. And, and what happened is during that year, I discovered that when I quote unquote brag about myself, it's not bragging. If you're stating facts, this is how I see it. It's not bragging if we're just stating a fact. Now, if I'm like, I'm better than you, that to me is bragging. And then what I discovered is when I started surrounding myself with people who are are like powerful people, uh, motivational people, like, you know, I hang out with a lot of, you know, speakers and, and coaches and stuff like that. I found that those people never saw me as bragging. Why? Because they saw who I am. Like they, they see that this is who you are. And so they didn't see it as bragging. Instead, they would do opposite. They would be like, you go girl, you're amazing. You got this, you keep going. I'm cheering you on. And they wanted to see me succeed. So what this told me was that when I had these fears of, you know, like of saying something about myself or talking about myself, that it was because I was around the wrong people. So then when I started hanging out with the right people, that was no longer an issue. Okay, we have to stop right there because you have said a lot. (laughs) That, (laughs) no, that, I mean, that was so insightful, you know, that was so insightful because your circle, I mean, there's a saying that says, let me show, like, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are, that type of, you know, and, you know, and so, that is just so, that's amazing. But what I love is the fact that you took action and I'm stealing your, I'm stealing your tagline. I'm stealing your, <laughs> you took action and that's the thing. It's not so much just coming to this place of awareness, right? It's not even only just merely having a new circle, but it's actually taking action, you know? And so I, so talk, I mean, your business, your business is book publishing, I, I think that's the bulk of your business. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you do other things, but share with us about that. I was trying, literally, I kid you not, I was trying to count. I'm like, well, how many damn books that she published? So, so, so share with us, you know, um, what you what you have done. And then of course your plans and what you um, plan on doing in the near future. Yes. Well, first of all, congratulations, Sheba, on being in in our number one international best-selling book, being a number one international best-selling author. She is an overcomer. So I'm so so honored to have you in that book. You know, I just I love being around your presence, and this is why I keep coming around, right? Because I I made a personal life declaration. You're gonna love this if you're listening. Write this one down, okay? I made a personal life declaration a few years ago that I want to spend the rest of my life the rest of my life, having as much fun as possible, hanging out with positive and uplifting people who are making a positive impact on the planet. So I attract those people to me, which is who you are, Sheba. And so I want to thank you for honoring me and being in my life because that's what you bring to me. Fun, positive, and uplifting. Okay. So So I want to start there, but um, yeah, this whole process, it's kind of interesting. I was never a writer. I was never a reader. And I remember for so many years just saying, I'm not a writer. I'm not a writer. I'm not a writer. 
And then I was given this opportunity to be in somebody's collaboration book. It's, you know, he's my mentor. He was writing a collaboration book called footsteps of the fearless. And, um, I was breaking through a fear every day that year. So he's like, this is a perfect book for you because you're breaking through a fear every day. And so I joined that book and wow, that was a scary experience for sure. You know, that I was going to be in a book, my name was going to be in writing and, and uh, people might actually think I'm a writer, but I'm not, you know, all these different (laughs) things that are going through my head, but my mentor, um, I thought I listened to him, you know? And so I joined that book and, and then after I was done breaking through a fear every day that year, he asked me a question. So what are you going to do about it? You broke through fears, you know, that's all cool and everything, but what are you going to do about it? I'm like, I think that's enough. I don't need to do anymore. And he says, no, you need to write a book about it. So I wrote a book called the year of fears. And it's uh, like the lessons that I learned during that year. And then after I was done with that book, I asked myself a question that I ask myself frequently because I love growth. I love, you know, growing and learning. And this, the question was, I was in a collaboration book. I wrote my own book. What's my next natural state of progression. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start putting together my own collaboration books. So that's kind of like how the genesis of how that all came to be. And I was just doing it for fun. Like I I had no intention of it as being a business because I never thought that I could be a publisher. You know, that's for those people. That's for smart people, right? All these things I was judging myself. And and so I I did that first collaboration book and it was really cool because um, the circle that I am in, you know, the show me your circle, you will show you who you are. Mm -hmm. Like some of the friends I have are the, the founder of Ugg Boots and you know, the creator of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, the gentleman who invented the credit card magnetic strip on the back of our credit cards. Oh, wow. These are some of my people, my my friends. And so I reached out and said, I'm thinking of writing a book. Will you be in it? And they all said, yes. So I was like, wow, I'm doing this. Right. I'm actually doing this. And so that was kind of the genesis of how this whole thing came to be. And then, you know, fast forward four years after I started that, then I'm like, I know what I'm doing. I absolutely love this. And I'm damn good at it. This is what I'm going to do. Say that one more time. Say that one more time. (laughs) I know what I'm doing. I love what I'm doing. And I am damn good at it. And this is, and you know what, Sheba, that was tremendous because what happened that day, I said, this is what I'm going to do. This is going to be my business. And the next day I got a phone call from somebody who said, Hey, I'm writing two books and I would like you to publish them for me. And I felt like, you know, God was sending me this person to say, finally, you made it to the right path. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Let's take action. So here we are going. Yeah. You know what? You mentioned something I wanted to ask you when you went through that year, right? Of breaking fears. Was it something that you documented every day? Like, how did you recall? I was so much, you know, I can imagine that was a huge feat that you underwent. So how did you document that process for 365, you know, 65 days to, um, to be able to put it into a book? That's amazing. Well, I didn't document it, but you know, maybe I did in a way, cause I I've um, done a lot of live videos and I was doing live videos at that time. So I might have documented it via video, but I'm like, I'm not a journal. I'm not really a writer, right? It's not my thing. It, and yeah. so um, I'm not a journaler. And, but there were some of the fears that were so like, so out there for me that were so weird that I remember them. I'll share one of them. It's kind of a a funny one. It's like my fear that day was to talk to a stranger in the Starbucks. It was Mm -hmm. very, 
now right Out of Starbucks, I felt like threw up. I was so terrified. Talking, stupid I am. They might realize how ignorant and dumb I am because those were the words that my ex-husband told me every day for two years. You're mm -hmm. stupid. You're ignorant. And I believed that about myself. But I walked out of there and I was like, I did it. Oh my gosh, you know. But it was so specific. Talk to a stranger in Starbucks. Right. You know. Right. But yeah, a lot of those fears were, they were just, you know, mostly just based on the fear of judgment, mm -hmm. which is the number one fear. And I was able to work through that fear of judgment and no longer have that fear, which wow. is, I'll tell you what, that is freeing big time. Big time. I could imagine just how you live your life. You'd like, because it, it, it has to be contagious. <laughs> it has, you know, I'm pretty sure that because you're free, You've given others the tools to also, you know, be free. Um, and that's, to me, that's just, that's like so, so powerful. That's so powerful. Um, so what cause, you know, I know you do a lot of work. I know with your collaboration books, um, you donate, you know, some to charity. So what cause is near and dear to you? Can you share with us about that? Well, you know, that's, that's a hard question for me because I'm, this was, I had, I had my own nonprofit previously and. Yeah. I just wanted to help everybody. Mm. So really narrowing it down to one cause is, is challenging. But I would say if I, you know, in, in you know, our books, we have different charities that we donate to. So I don't have like one specific cause that we're donating to. But if I were to really, really uh, boil it down to one, it would be uh, children learning entrepreneurship. Okay. Yeah. Like there's one out there called Lemonade Day. We did do donate to them for our book, um, The Fearless Entrepreneurs, one of our books. Mm -hmm. And so it's called Lemonade Day, Lemonade Day. And they teach kids how to start a business, basically like the idea of starting your own lemonade stand right. you know, and running, learning how to run it as a real business. Right. And uh, so I just, I love that concept because, you know, I didn't know about entrepreneurship until uh, really until I was 51 years old. Wow. So I started later, but like, if I could have really dove into or learned about it when I was younger, would I have gotten into it maybe a little bit younger? I don't know. I don't know the answer, but I just, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Wow. I love, I mean, I love that. I like children, you know, I do that to my children. <laughs> I had my first business when I was 13. I was, mm. selling, you know, like those little icy, you know, and my, I mean, my mother took it serious. She said, listen, I'm going to give you, I'm going to start you off. And then after that, you're responsible but I mean, I created flyers. <laughs> yeah. I was um, putting it out in the, you know, like the people's homes and cars and all sorts of things. I actually even had an employee, which is my best friend, but then eventually, oh. because we did it for the summer. So she, eventually she's like, listen, sis, I got to go because I'm trying to enjoy my summer. But I'm telling you, I stayed, the <laughs> I stayed the course. I was the last person standing. I was able to make money. And then my mother asked me, well, what do you want to do with it? So I said, well, we need school supplies. You know, so I use my money to buy school supplies and new, you know, um, 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 clothes and, you know, so forth and so on. So I always credit That's my mother. Awesome. No, I do. I'm like, and even as an adult now, um, my family nickname, just so you know, is Mia. And so she's like, Mia, now, you know. You are not supposed to be working for nobody, you know, because she's like, I mean, you've been that's you've been doing it for so long. It's it kind of feels, 
you know, uncomfortable. So she's like that you, you, you were meant to be your own boss, you know? So I, I, I think that was amazing. Um, there was one thing that I wanted to ask you, and um, I don't know if you've ever been asked this question before, because um, you may know, or maybe you may not know, but my profession is educator. I'm in the field of early childhood education um, and I've held many titles. And what I've discovered is that teaching is a calling. It's not, in my opinion, it's not a profession, it's not a career, um, because most teachers, they would uh, admit, we don't get paid enough. <laughs> we don't get paid enough, we don't get paid enough. Right. And so I want, as you were speaking, I wanted to ask you, would you think, or do you think rather, the same holds true for a writer? Because if for you to be able to accomplish those things and you constantly, I'm not a writer, I'm not a writer, I'm not a writer, but to see what you've done. So would you agree or have you ever considered, you know what, maybe this is not like a, a profession. This is what I'm called to do. So what's your thoughts about that? Oh, that's a great question. I have not been asked that question. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, one thing I did learn about, you know, uh, leading or, or teaching is that, you know, there's that saying, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear, yeah, yeah. right? So what I discovered though also is that when the teacher is ready, the students will appear. Wait, I gotta write that down. Hold on. <laughs> you right, that's a writer downer. That's a yeah. writer downer. <laughs> um, you're just giving all these nuggets. Come on. I love it. And you know, the reason I, I came up with that is because I had never seen myself as a leader. Now I was a leader but I didn't see myself as a leader. So this is the differentiator is that when we can see ourselves as that leader, that's when we can lead more effectively because now we have intentional leadership. Whereas pre pre previously I was just leading because it was part of my, my inbred personality, but now I'm like, I have intention. So it's a completely different leadership skill. And then once I was ready to move into that leadership role, the teacher, I was like, okay, I'm ready. Okay, who's who's around? You know, who wants to learn? And people started showing up. And it was I needed those people to show up so that I could now intentionally lead, right? Or intentionally teach. Right, right. So that kind of goes with the with the book writing thing. I'm still not a writer. Um, it's not one of my favorite things, but the book publishing, what I love about that is that I get to bring people together. Like in your book, you know, she is an overcomer. We had this opportunity to bring all these amazing women together and to connect them. So I do this business really. It's for me, it's more about building community right. than it is about, you know, a book publishing business. And it's also more about sharing people's stories right. than it is about a book publishing business. So for us, we do way more than just publish books. To yeah. me, it's not about the book itself. It's what the book does. What the book does, exactly. Yeah. With the intention yeah. right there. Um, I love that. Even I, 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 the, the, my experience as far as our book, I love the fact that, you know, I know when we spoke, we we're like, oh, usually we have 30 women, but ours was ended up being 31. And I was like, that's so God, you know, I mean, it was yes. so meaning, you know, behind it. Um, and I, I will attest that definitely because I've even connected with a lot of the women, you know, in the book. Um, and so it's just been um, a humbling experience. Yeah. So what is your secret? What is your secret? How do you balance? How do you stay afloat? How do you um, give so much, right? But then also take care of yourself? What is your secret to balancing? I know, like I said, you're, you're a wife, you're a mom, you're a business, you're a woman of God. You know, how do you balance it all? 
Yeah. Well, there's that again, another saying, right? There's so many amazing sayings out there, but the one, one saying uh, referring to here is that if you love the work you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's where I am. It took me decades to get here. I was in corporate for 36 years. I had 49 jobs in those 36 years. I worked my way up to working for a judge in the court of appeals. I'm, you know, in San Diego. And, and so I did all the work, you know, I did all that stuff but I was never fulfilled over there, never fulfilled. And so when I left work, I was always looking for that. What else can I do to fulfill my life? Where, where can I have that work-life balance thing? So if you're doing what you absolutely love and you're never working a day in your life, you don't want balance. This is my opinion. Like, I don't, I don't want balance because what that would do is that would bring my, my, the, what I'm experiencing, like this amazing life that I'm experiencing, which a lot of it has to do with my business that would bring my level down. So why would I do that? You know, I so I love that. I yeah. Love that. Yeah. So how I balance it is like, I balance it that, and I don't balance it really is that <laughs> if I'm not feeling good or if something is bringing me down, I don't do it. I just, <laughs> that's how I do it. Like if, um, I'll, a great example is I don't spend much time with my family anymore, you know, because I'll sometimes leave like, eh, that was okay. Or I didn't really, enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it. And again, my, my personal life mission, have as much fun as possible, hanging out with positive and uplifting people who are making a positive impact on the planet. And if you don't fit in that, then I'm probably not going to be around you. Right. And that's just the way it is. Just the way it is. I love it. And they Mm -hmm. say, drop the mic period. End of discussion. (laughs) Nothing else that he said. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I love it. I love it because I feel like even though you know, the work that you've done in one area, it has affected your whole life you know, and other areas in your life. And that's just what's amazing. And uh, outside yeah. of that, like you said, it, ex- it, it expanded even to the greater community. So what are some things that you want to share? What is Miss Sunshine, Mrs. Sunshine up to next? How can the listeners either be involved, plug in, learn more about you? Um, I know you have a writer's retreat. I mean, you have you have so much, so much. Um, so yeah. we can find you, you know, just put a nice red bow on it, as they say. <laughs> okay. Well, well, thank you so much for having me and happy birthday. You know, you can find me at actiontakerspublishing.com, actiontakerspublishing.com, because nothing happens without action. And, um, you know, really what we're all about, our our major thing is to help people to share their stories, to get started. Because a lot of people have a story to tell that they're not really sure how to get started. They don't know where to go. They don't want to write a whole book. Maybe you just want to write one chapter. So this is ideal place to get started is in a collaboration book. We have currently, I think we have like eight different collaboration books that we're working on right now. So there might be one that's a fit for you and there might not, I don't know, you know, the answer to that, but just check us out as actiontakerspublishing.com. Yeah, we have writers retreats. We host uh, networking meetings so that our authors have opportunities to get to know each other. And again, for me, it's, it's all about the community that we're building and how can we bring people together, those positive and uplifting people together, you know, yeah. so that they can you know, raise the vibration of the planet. And that's what we're doing. So yeah, just check us out and see if we're of interest for you. Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, sunshine from one sunshine to the next. <laughs> I just want to tell you that I love you. Thank you love so you much for just spending this time for sharing the nuggets. I have my notes here written down. 
Um, and again, for those who are listening, um, I'm hoping, take that up, take, let me just reframe that. I know that you have enjoyed this moment as I have enjoyed this moment. You've learned something. Um, and I'm hoping and praying that you too will take action. <laughs> take action, yes. take action, take action. Um, and, you know, until next time, I will see you all um, in another episode of Sheba Shares. Check it out, check it out, check it out. We have other women coming on to celebrate my birthday with me. Peace. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.